cliffcentral.com. Please note that the views expressed and the advice provided in this show are for general advice and entertainment purposes only. Nothing stated should be treated as a substitute for your own independent legal advice based on your own specific facts and objectives. Therefore, the presenter and cliffcentral.com accept no liability of any nature whatsoever, either expressed or implied. Law, like you've never heard it before. The Laws of Life with Gary Hertzberg on CliffCentral.com. I'm Gary Hertzberg, and this is the Laws of Life on CliffCentral.com. Alongside me today, as usual, Lionel Makoko Tlela. Dumela Gary and Dumela to our listeners, and yes. Indeed. Welcome to you, Lions. Thank you. Today we have a two-part show. First up, the family whose neighbors caused such a noise disturbance that they couldn't sleep and even developed health problems. Welcome to you, Anel, and husband, Roger Hills. Thank you very much. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you for having us. Yep. We all know problem neighbors are an absolute nightmare, and uh, we're going to find out today how our guests handled a very, very tricky situation. The law on this one is really interesting, and uh, you're going to learn a lot. So if you've got horrible neighbors that are making a noise, this, this one's for you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so uh, Lions, yeah, I hope your neighbors are not too noisy. This yeah, is this is the kind of noise that you don't want to hear. God damn it, enough. (laughs) (laughs) That's the neighbor's crowing cock that kept our guests awake all night long. (laughs) I just love the cock name. Because I thought the noise was going to be about the (coughs) kind of noise. Yeah, they had to live with roosters. Anyway, uh, we'll talk to them in a moment. I just want to introduce our second segment, which will come up a little later. We're going to be talking about something that more and more fathers are doing. And that is that they are becoming stay-at-home dads. <laughs> yeah, we have a studio full of them today. Dean and Padiachi, Cliff Becker, and Michael Griffin will be joining us a little later. Kudos. Kudos to them. Yeah, stay-at-home dads. Our email address, law, L-A-W, at cliffcentral.com. Let us have your comments. We really enjoy them coming in, and we appreciate the compliments. Uh, our Facebook page, The Laws of Life with Gary Hertzberg, and lines our Twitter handle, as you know. At Hertzlaw, H-E-R-T-Z-L-A-W. Yeah. And Nell and husband Roger Hills, uh, you live in a beautiful home by all accounts, a four-bedroom home in Glen Austin, which can we put a value to it of three, four million rand? That's correct, yes. For two acres. That's correct, yes. Lovely. How long have you been living there now? Well, Roger has been there for about 17 years, and I've been there for eight of the 17. Okay, so all was fine until uh, you got some neighbors that moved in with crowing cocks and other foul, fowls or foul. Yes. <laughs> Lionel laughs every time he hears that. Yeah. Yes. You don't have crane cocks, do you? No, no, no. no How did you guys live? No. Okay. Oh so we've got to keep this serious because this was quite a serious matter. So everything was peaceful and beautiful. It's, is it a semi-agricultural? What's it, how's it zoned there? It, it's zoned as uh, agricultural residential. Yeah. 
So most people are living there just as a, as a residence. Uh, very few people actually use the property to develop anything agriculturally. Do people have horses? And uh, they do. They do. We we neighbours to Rankiesfontein, so you know that's a real sort of horse uh, estate. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of an overflow from Rankiesfontein as well. What about barking dogs and all that? Is that par for the course? Normal mm. on on yeah, you know, those kind of yeah, it is. Uh, you know, I think people are, are quite reasonable. Um, generally, they they look after their dogs. Dogs do bark, but uh, you know, in the evenings, it, it's nice and quiet. Yeah. Okay. So all was fine until you. Got new neighbors, which is about well, how, how many years ago was that? About three and a half years ago, they moved into the property next door. End of yeah. 2013. And that is when the problem started. Within a, a couple of months of them living there, they have um, chosen to put up the animal pen right outside our bedroom window. Mm. Um, so, considering it's a two acre property on their side, their home is on the further side of the property and the animal pen was right outside our window. Mm. So they had many options of where to place this pen. But was there a pen before they moved in? Um, there was no pen that was closed off. There mm. was a little brick structure but yeah. in all the years that we've been there there's never been animals. Mm. They have taken wire fencing and made a complete animal pen right there. So they, yeah, s- that they actually developed the structure. Correct. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, they, what did they place in the pen? They started off with a lot of chickens, um, especially roosters. Mm. At some stage, we counted 18 roosters, although the documents that they've submitted said they had eight. Um, and after that, the ducks came, the turkeys came, um, and it was just an ongoing saga. The, at one stage, were over 40, 40 animals that we've counted in the pen, mm. um, different species. They were fighting with each other, um, and it was just an ongoing thing. The rooster problem was started, it started about 11 o'clock at night, mm. and the one would start after the next, after the next. Um, and we have tried to to um, liaise with a neighbour. After three months of enduring this, we made mm. we decided to make a call to see if there's any way that they can enclose the animals, maybe or relocate them to another um, position on the property. But they were not negotiable. How did you approach them? By letter or email or by WhatsApp? I, f- or phone? I phoned. Yeah. I phoned the lady up and I said to her, she knew who I was. So I mm. just said, I'm the um, Anel from next door, yeah. and I would like to discuss something with you. Mm. And she, she, you could hear she was in a in a shop or somewhere, and she said, What do you want? Mm. And I said, um, If you're busy, I'll speak to you later. And she said, No, tell me what you want. So I just said to her, um, I would like to discuss the animals outside our window. Mm. And she, I said, they are bothering us and we would like to see you so that we can come to an agreement. She was not negotiable. Her only words were, um, I'm entitled to have them and I will. If you've got a problem, change your sleeping pattern. So well, she, what were they doing with these animals? They, they were just in the pen. Um, mm. Because our home is at the border of the fence, there is no wall between us. It's just a fence. Mm. And because that's our living area, we can see how often people go there and don't go there. Mm. The animals were looked after by their gardener. Mm. And if we saw them at the animal pen once in three weeks, it's a lot. 
They hardly came down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they started a vegetable garden next to it. And they would come to the vegetable garden and then go back to the house. So at no point in time can I tell you that it's the animals and pets that they cared for or anything. They were just there. We played uh, earlier and Lionel was laughing. We all had a smile. The actual the, the sound of crowing roosters. Crowing, is this Is this what you heard? Correct. I've made, I mean, was it as loud and, and upsetting and annoying as that? Absolutely. Yeah. So this is what you had to live with. I had to live with that. I made clips on my cell phone lying in bed where it sounded like that. You could hear Roger breathing. You could hear the bedding. And you could hear me sighing. And it's 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. In winter, I would unlock all the doors, go out the house, and try to throw things at these chickens. Shoo them away. To just shoo them away. But the minute I'm back in bed, the noise starts again. Um, And the neighbors could not hear this. Because they they were, as I said, on the opposite side of the property, which is quite a big property. Mm. And the animal pen is halfway in a ditch because the property is, you know, goes down. Mm. So we get the echoing of everything. So um, they, you know, they, they were not negotiable in any way. Any suggestion that we or other neighbors made were just, you know, they were entitled to, to have these animals and they will. The sound we're playing today of these roosters is not... Those roosters, it comes from, Correct, from off yeah. YouTube. So I just want to make that clear. Yes. The question I want to ask you is, did it not upset them in any way? I mean, it's on their no. property. Were they just too far away? They right? were too far. Yeah, Roger, far yeah. If I can explain, yeah. um, their house is, is, is spread out. It's a single story. Mm. And their bedroom happens to be the furthest point away from the actual uh, the, the pen. So they've got they sandwich with a sandwich with a complete house in between. Mm. So not only are they the furthest point away, sort of meterage or yardage-wise, they've got this, this massive uh, sort of sound damper of a, of a big house between their bedroom and the actual pen. So if you look at it that way, you then realize that they can't hear anything. It's just impossible. The, who, who was living in your home? It was the, the two of you? The, the, the two of us initially, and then yeah. we had our kids over for about a year while they were purchasing a, a property and, and fixing it up. So, yeah, there were four of us for about a year during this three-year period, and the rest of the time it was just myself I mean, truthfully, and my Truthfully, this is very disturbing to anyone. Uh, lines, I mean... You, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I, think the, I think the disturbing part is the, is the lack of empathy um, this person is a, is a health professional uh, um, specializing in psychology, and you'd expect just a little more from someone in that field. Mm. Um, you know, just, just turning a, a deaf ear is unfortunately not good enough. So they were not negotiable. Absolutely. It's a husband and wife team. Correct. Uh, they didn't want to talk about it. They said it this is enti- our right to be. Entitlement, correct. Yeah, it was simply uh, Did you then rush? What did you do? Did you get an attorney or did you go to SPCA? Well, we, Where did you, you land know, up? Yeah. We, we sent a pile of, of communication, mostly via SMS. We tried to call them at different times as well. Um, this just you know, fell on deaf ears as well. They eventually charged uh, the two girls, that's our daughter and, and Anel, with harassment about two years ago mm. just to stop us complaining. Um, we went, went through the court case. We won that. They took you to the Randberg Magistrate? That's right, yeah, Correct. to the family court. Um, and we had a, the matter heard. Um, we eventually won that. Um, and then we, we had proved that all we've tried to do, we didn't threaten them. We didn't do anything silly. Mm. Um, we simply asked for, you know, we pleaded for, for a bit of peace and sanity. Yeah. Um, and then eventually after that, they, they, they taunted us, in fact, after that and said, well, you, you've promised us that 
you're going to drag us to court. So, you know, where are we going? And we said, okay, well, if that's where you guys want to go, if that's how we need to deal with this matter, uh, we will, pers- you know, persevere. And we did. And we landed up in Hartford. There's probably nothing worse than having a neighbor feud. Uh, it, it's so unpleasant because you see one another. You're absolutely right. Mm, yeah. You know, we live in a panhandle, so if you can mm. just imagine, there are a whole bunch of properties at the bottom of the panhandle. We all neighbours, and we get on really well with the balance of the people. And we've all been there a long time. These are the Johnny Come Latelys, unfortunately, and they've mm. just decided to do it their own way. And we've pleaded with them, and so have the other neighbours, and said, "Come on, let's all work together." You know, we live in a agricultural area where we all need to keep an eye on other people's properties and, and be good neighbours. Mm. Um, and this just hasn't happened. Unfortunately. You know, many people. People, as I said earlier, have a similar problem with noise and music playing and people stamping sure. their feet on top of them and, and so on. And no one really knows how to handle this. Some sure. people phone the police and nothing really happens there. The Metro Police, uh, did you call them or did you not even go we, that route? Yeah. We contacted the SPCA because we were advised that's where we had to start. Yeah. Um, unless the animals are neglected, the mm. SPCA can't really do anything. Mm-hmm. The next step for us was to go to the Gauteng Health Department. Mm. I've submitted letters to them, affidavits. Um, we went the whole route. They came back and said, you know. It's, it's not a health hazard. Yeah, they, you know, they, they referred to it in a very demeaning way as being a little chicken case. So there was not a lot of emphasis on what, how we really suffered and what we were going through. Mm. Um, after that, it was the harassment case, which where the respondents, um, went to, to court and said, yo, we are threatening them and they're living in fear and all sorts of nonsense. The, the, the court dismissed that. Yeah. They struck it out. Did you need attorneys there? We yes, did. We, did. we had so that to cost you a pretty packet as well, didn't it? it? Over it cost, nonsense, yeah. Correct. It cost us way over 10,000 rand to defend mm. ourselves. Mm. These are members um, of Legal Wise, so it cost them nothing at mm. the end of the day. Yeah. But the case was struck out on the basis that they were contrived, incorrect and untruthful in their mm. application, in their harassment case. Mm. She couldn't prove anything and the only thing she had on record really that was um, that she could prove was a letter that my daughter wrote to her begging her to meet up with us to come to an agreement considering the health condition and how I was suffering. What about moving the pen? Wasn't that an They idea? were not negotiable. We actually offered it. Why? Be, what be, was, yeah. be, during this harassment I mean, case, get rid of your neighbors uh, well, and, and put the pen somewhere else. They we we said to me if there was a cost factor involved that we yes. would supply the labor yeah. um, and we offered to the point where we would in fact incur all the costs of moving yeah. that pen, yeah. uh, which we thought was beyond reasonable um, and they scoffed at it. So what kind of cost would that have been? We weren't sure, but we yeah. had the staff, and uh, we were happy to jump in and relocate and, and yeah. carry the can, Rebuild because we were pretty them. desperate at this yeah, point. very generous of you to offer that. I yeah. love them. I would love to have neighbors like this yeah, who will take sure. care of my calls. Yeah. <laughs> to take care of your cock. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so, lines. Yes. Um, so sorry. So you you offered to move the the pen. They wouldn't. Uh, they no, wouldn't, they, they wouldn't hear not, of it. No. no. This became now. It became a feud, really, and I think it lost all semblance of normality. I think it was just they against you, and they wanted to beat you. And it looks like that they wanted to make the point yeah. that entitlement was going to rule, and um, and I think they found at the end of the day that uh, that wasn't the case. Okay, so let's go to the law. You went to the SPCA. We heard your answer. Correct. You went to health department. Nothing happened Correct. there. To we, what was your next step? Town we, council. Um, yeah, we, but we also approached the Randburg courts and yeah. we went to see a prosecutor, mm. explained the case to him. And again, we had the 
oh, it's a chicken cage, you know. How mm. do you expect me to put that in front of a judge? Mm. And I said, well, if you if you are going through what we are going through, you will gladly put it there. But he wasn't willing to. So then we went to see an attorney and we started the legal process to a high court matter because we thought that's the only way of getting relief yeah. is if a magistrate or a judge has got all the facts in front of him and he can see that we've been really been tortured for three years um, and we've tried everything in our power for these people who had many options available to them. Mm. They were just not negotiable. Um, she, If I made a call to her, I would get a response like, how dare you ask me to move my animals? Why don't you take sleeping pills? Why don't you change your patterns? And I got these ugly um, mm. comments from her. And considering that she's a clinical psychologist, it was, it was hard hitting to, to know that she is making a suggestion for me to taking, to take tablets to sleep while you would not expect that from a normal human being mm. to go on to a. I mean, it's quite obvious if you listen to the sound of, of a crowing rooster that yes, it's, it's offensive insane. and it can drive, especially in the middle of the night <sighs> and early in the morning, whatever it may be. It yeah. is very, very hurtful. You do, uh, we will come to that, uh, uh, because you do in your court papers talk about how it affected you, people. Right. Let's just talk about the application to court. Fortunately, you had the wherewithal financially Correct. to appoint an attorney and counsel Correct. to try and get your court order to stop this nonsense. Absolutely. Okay, yes. so without that, uh, without that, it's that a big fun- problem. It's a big problem. It's a big problem. You, you lucky. So let's talk about. You went to an attorney and you said, "Well, we're going to apply to court, to the high court, Correct. and we're going to get a judge." To interdict them and prevent them from keeping the, uh, Correct. the and poultry I, on the on and the And I just want to make it clear that at no point in time did we deprive them of having any animals because that is they keep responding and saying, "But we're entitled to." And you know, you people don't want us to have animals, and you mm. have animals of your own. At no point in time did we ever say they're not entitled to their animals. The only thing we asked of them is to move it away from our bedroom window. They can have their animals, but please consider our noise, our convenience, and our peace. Mm. And um, that's where it ended. So. Okay, your application to court is to the High Court in Johannesburg, or Pretoria. Pretoria. You went to Pretoria, yes. Uh, you asked the court to interdict them from uh, from having the, 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 the fowls there and the poultry and all the rest by oh. virtue of the fact that the noise control regulations uh, prevented them from having this kind of noisy pen that was keeping you awake at night. So you were relying on the noise control regulations. Correct. And that's a gray area too because there's no way of measuring the level of noise that yeah. a chicken is yeah. causing. Absolutely. So it was a gray area. Yeah, the um, regulation talks about decibel levels and you mm-hmm. can't measure these things with decibel levels. So I think that's the point they took against you. They were correct. relying on that. They said, well, you correct. haven't really... Yes, you haven't measured You haven't it. proved yep. that it's higher than the than correct. you allowed. Spot on, yeah. 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 Uh, you said that, uh, you know, you just couldn't carry on like this and your health was suffering. Edward. Talk to us about your health and your family's health. Um, well, as I said, we tolerated it for about three months, but 
by the time that I made the call to her to to discuss the matter, it was so bad that I would get up in the morning and I would go downstairs to, to take some tablets for energy and I will walk to the front door to let the animals out, our dogs, out of the house and I'll walk back to the kitchen and take the tablets again, forgetting mm. that I took them two minutes ago. Yeah. So it really took a toll and um, we own our own business, so we're heavily involved there as well. And it got to a point where at 9 o'clock in the morning I couldn't take phone calls anymore because I couldn't focus on what I was saying and what I was doing. Yeah, I think you told the court that you were sleep deprived. That, it was, that was And that you just couldn't function, which is Absolutely. normal. Yeah. Sleep Absolutely. deprivation. And there was a whole roller coaster of events after that. Because of the sleep deprivation, I started to suffer with anxiety, which I've never had before. Um, I'm always on guard, you know, I'm, I'm alert all the times. There's a lot of things going on, but that also caused a problem in my stomach and I started to have reflux, which caused a problem in my throat, which, you know, the one thing led to the other. Mm. So by last year, October, um, the, I was um, diagnosed with adrenal gland failure. Mm. Um, I couldn't walk up our staircase inside the house and eventually they'd started to, to do a lot of blood tests and I'm now being treated for that. But it got to such and stay, such, such a stage that my body suffered so badly. And from year forward, it's going to be a long way still to recover. Just for our listeners, you were recently married in October Correct. last year. That's and right. uh, you've been entered as bride of the year or one of them. That's so right, yes. you're a, you're a very glamorous woman and it <laughs> obviously uh, having less sleep, sleep yes. deprivation affects you in it every does. way. Your looks, the way you feel, the lot. Absolutely, yeah. In, yeah. No, in no energy. Roger, what about you? Were you tougher on this one or were you also <coughs> taking strain on it? I must say I sleep through a hurricane, so um, it's just a little easy on me. Mm-hmm. But there were nights that I wandered the, uh, the, the fence as well, um, patrolling, because it woke me up as well. Um, I just happened to suffer a little, a little less, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you told the court that you offered uh, to move them in every way. You'd pay for it, and uh, notwithstanding that, they wouldn't budge. Absolutely. Yeah, gee. Were you in court when this matter was argued or how was it dealt? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. No, we, we Was it like a full-blown argument with your advocate and their advocate and yeah, we, yeah. we arrived just briefly. We arrived on the on the on the morning on that Monday morning and by about 9:30 the, the court was due to commence at 10. Mm. By 9:30 they made an offer. And uh, they said to us, look, they'd, they'd, they'd like to pay for our advocate and just call the matter off. And we said, no, no, hang on. You've been pulling our chain for three years now. Mm. We actually want to hear the matter. We now want to argue uh, the costs here because, um, you know, this this is where we are. Um, and uh, we went in eventually at uh, 10 o'clock. And I think by 4 o'clock, the, the judge kind of adjourned and said to us that uh, he wants to sit in chambers and read through all the documents because I think there were 118 pages mm. but it's three years of history you know and he went through everything and then he made the ruling I think three days later mm. um, and, Before and, you get to the mm. ruling did they, in the meantime, give you an offer of settlement again, or was that... No, no, no. Uh, they were actually dead quiet. About a week uh, or so leading up to the hearing, um, our attorneys tried to approach them and say, come on, let's uh, sit around a table yeah, try, try and deal yeah, with this matter yeah. before we actually have the hearing. Mm. And they wouldn't even reply to that. So that's why we were pretty stubborn towards the end, and we said we're going to go through it and see mm. it through, and we're very happy we did. Benji Scheinberg, our researcher, you want to ask something? Yeah. yeah, so I've got a question for our in-studio guests. So I live in a complex, and it's next to a shopping center. 
center and there's restaurants there there's shops there and at like one o'clock two o'clock when the restaurants are packing up you hear the dustbins going you hear the rubbish getting thrown you hear the staff talking to each other what advice can you give to me we've already sent an email to that restaurant and they haven't really replied so what what can i do where can i go from here if my suggestion would be uh, we took the route of, of approaching our lawyer and they started sending uh, letters through and saying, you know, you guys have got to uh, desist from, from, from all this kind of behavior. You know, after 11 o'clock in the evening is considered, you know, that's the sort of cut of time. So anything beyond that, you know, people have got to start uh, fetching yeah, up and I think they can reasonable. lose their license as well, Benji. Yeah, yeah. send uh, a lawyer's letter. That, uh, I can that's also go. Or you've got to approach on this one, you've got to go to the council. But it's also different to, uh, you are to poultry in that. Yeah, keep evidence. Take, take, Absolutely. take video clips. Take recordings of what you endure because at the end of the day yeah. they say oh, how, how bad could it yeah. be and how can you prove all this correct so whatever you see yeah. try to to keep a record of that that's great advice you yeah. noted the date the time everything correct. Try, yeah, film it yeah, uh, take recordings do, yeah. do, do everything yes. do it all absolutely yeah. lines yeah. And, and and the body corporates can the body corporate get involved in this because the, they have got a stronger voice than the individual, yeah. so I would imagine the body corporate certainly got a bit more muscle. Yeah, okay. yeah. You, you're not part of a body corporate yourself, certainly not. There. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Benj, are you cool with yeah. the answer? I think. No, thanks yeah. for all the valuable advice. I'm going to definitely take that up. Thank you. Yeah. The, I, I, rem, I recall doing a show like this many years ago, and I know the metros, the metro department, do have a department. If you phone through, they're obliged to come out. Oh, certainly, yes, yeah. they do, and uh, they're obliged to see, you know, test the noise, and they've got inspectors that can can work it out. Yes, really. yeah. we've we've tried that route too, um, but they only do it to a point, and then they say, no, you know, now you have to you take it up yourself. Correct, yeah. 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 They don't see it as it's a bit a, like a, a private a, prosecution. Yes. Correct. Yeah, yeah. If they don't see it as important, then they simply just don't send someone out. Certainly. Okay, so the matter was argued uh, for a full day. Your advocate, their advocate, cost you a fortune. Your lawyers were there. Their lawyers. Um, Few days later, you got a judgment. Yeah, I, ju I just, yeah. Just, just want to take you back to the actual hearing. Half yeah. an hour before the hearing, um, in their in their reply documents, they actually conceded the matter. Okay. So we didn't go into court to actually argue the matter or the or the uh, pros and cons of the matter. It was all about the costs. That was the issue. Mm -hmm. So we went in and argued mm -hmm. the matter of costs. So at, initially, the judge gave our advocate the impression that he was only going to award costs, uh, a selective amount of costs. Yeah. But having gone back to chambers and read through all the information that he had, he then chose to award all the costs from day one. So that we thought was, was pretty fair. Okay, so I have a memo that's been written by your advocate. It's not the judgment itself. It's just an advocate who, who wrote down what the judge said. Uh, the order that the judge gave is that no order was made in terms of the interdict which you sought because they had conceded. Correct. Spot on. Yes. Absolutely right. But they were ordered to pay the Costs the lot. The whole oh, okay. application okay. from the whole day application. one. That's right, yeah. Do you have any idea of what the costs were just, or are that they had to pay? Just we on, can only give our side of that. Yeah, uh, just on our side, um, it's roughly in the region of about 80,000 rand. Jeez. Um, that excludes the over 10,000 rand that we had to pay for the harassment case, which we never pursued and bothered yeah. with. But this case on its own is over 80,000 rand that we had to yeah. pay. To, to get the judgment and also um, the, the judge also said that if they did not concede the matter mm. um, that he would have ruled in our favor and then granted the interdict as we wanted right. it. Okay, yeah. so the end result is that they agreed to do what? They have, they've given up their right um, 
to have poultry to on their to house poultry on their property. Correct. Is, is that yeah? That's part of a kind of an agreement that they've. That it was a concession. They they, they they made that written concession. So has, itself, has, has everything been moved off the property? All the poultry, it's everything. Bliss, lost. It's bliss. It's the last bliss. month or so has oh. been sleeping like yeah. babies. <laughs> have you seen your neighbours? Love you. I love thy neighbours. Have you seen them? Since? You know the properties oh. are quite big. Their yeah. house is on the opposite side. It's far from us. So unless we drive past their driveway and yeah. they're in the vehicle, we don't really. And we certainly don't make the effort either. Yeah, yeah all well, all's good that ends. What's it? Uh, all's all's well, well, that ends. That Whatever. Ends well. yeah, yeah, I think this one ended well. Unfortunately, did, yeah. they landed up paying a hell of a lot of costs. They could have conceded this right up front. Absolutely. Which they should have done. People push you to the limit. Yes, and then, uh, fortunately, yeah. you had the wherewithal to sue them. Well, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You know, when you get to court three years after the fact, um, oh, it's a long road. True that. True. Yeah, it's a bit spiteful, I think. But anyway, well done. You succeeded. You. And that's Thank the end you. of that. I think as a listener, we've learned a lot of how to handle this one. Yes. Yeah, noise control regulations in your case. Yes, and yeah, if a mm. door gets shut in your face, just go to the next door. At some Absolutely. point, somebody keep knocking. One will open. Yeah. And now, if you win Bride of the Year, then we'll bring you back on oh, that one. Thank you. <laughs> Good thank on you. you. Thanks very much for joining us, and uh, it was very interesting. And we'll see you again. We're going to play out with the Roosters. So thank you. Uh, Thanks for having us. Uh, to our listeners, please uh, don't run away when you listen when you hear the Roosters, because <laughs> when you come back, we've got a great segment on uh, stay at home. Dads, you're going to enjoy that one. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Central.com.